0: Welcome to Hallmark Up with Mary and Sarah. Another episode of Hallmark's Up. Happy to say it's just me and Mary this week. We're um, back into the string of things. Many of you probably recently read about the one million moms getting upset that the Hallmark Channel put an ad from Zola.com with two brides on it, and apparently they kiss. Oh no. Um, But it was a really nice ad, and then suddenly all of these conservative mothers are now boycotting Hallmark. And unfortunately, this weekend, Hallmark has decided to pull the ad. So in a tiny bit of a protest, although we're pretty sure Hallmark is not listening to us, <laughs> but we don't know for sure, we chose to not watch a Hallmark movie this week, and we we know that all these other channels compete for the same kind of crowd, and we wanted to see how another channel would maybe do it differently. Now, of course, the one million moms. I think are very big fans of Disney. ABC is owned by Disney, and we chose to watch their channel.
1: But they would not have approved this movie. No, they no
0: way would have. And what was it called again?
1: It was called uh, Same Time Next Christmas. Next Christmas. And I do, if I may, say something about this. I, I do want to point out that, like, I, I'm general, generally, like, really suspicious of the kind of like purely symbolic political statement that we're doing here and so I do want to point out like not to like get on a soapbox or anything that like you know if if you're interested in getting involved in political change um, Sarah and I are both active in our communities in various ways and different political groups within our city and surrounding area and it, it really needs to go beyond like a statement of like which brands you consume because that's that, that's not doing politics, essentially. And so I do want to point out that even though, um, you know, we did decide not to do a Hallmark movie this week, our decision not to do that is not, that, that's not enough to count as, like, uh, doing politics or doing activism or something. So if you are mad that Hallmark capitulated to the homophobes, which you should be, although there are other things that, you know, affect the lives of LGBTQ people, even more that you should probably also be more mad about, then um, I, I encourage you to do something besides, you know, like hashtag boycotting Hallmark or something.
0: I did also do a post on our Instagram feed about it. I have to admit, I expected to get the haters.
1: Yeah, you uh,
0: We have a very public Instagram feed, and I really, I hashtagged it a lot of typical Hallmark movie things, and I thought that it would get picked up. It did get a few likes, which I appreciate those of you. Did take the time to like the photo, but I think it is disappointing, especially in this time when this uh, the ability for anyone to marry who they like has been legal for quite some time now. I mean, not quite some time, but it'll, you know, but a few en- years. enough to enough for it to be law. They even have brides on say yes to the dress, so that are marrying each other on mm-hmm. the regular. So you know, like, come on, Hallmark, don't cave to these people, but.
1: The Hallmark is, like, if we're honest, like, and we've, we've, we've poked gentle fun at Hallmark before for the conservatism of their plot lines and casting and all this kind of thing. They are, like, a truly, like, socially conservative.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, but I think the article I read that was in the Times about this protest, they were saying, one million moms were saying, like, it's not safe to watch this with our daughters. Oh anymore. my god. Which is just like, are like, you give me a fucking break. kidding me? Like, then they shouldn't even be in school. Because right? Because like, people are way more open about their sexuality in school then than like they I literally shouldn't,
1: like, interact with other people that you haven't pre-approved ever. in that case. They should just which, like, sit in
0: your fucking conservative house and never leave. Ever. Because, and then they'll never, they'll have to think that they're gonna meet a Hallmark man of their dreams wearing a Henley or a flannel. And that that's what reality is. Right. Because they—that's the only way you'll be able to protect them from. You, every love is love, and that's the point that we're trying to make, I guess. So anyway, we chose to watch same time next Christmas, and it stars Leah Michelle and what was his name?
1: Oh, Maybe? I sorry, I just pulled this up. Know, it it was, was Charles Michael Davis. <laughs> Okay, so he is best known for his role in, oh gosh, some, he was in Grey's Anatomy and The Originals. He was All best right. known for his role in The Originals. So Same Time Next Christmas is an ABC movie that stars Leah Michelle of Glee fame yeah. and Charles Michael Davis. Of the originals, and apparently Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. I don't watch Grey's, but it looks like he did a few episodes of that. And he is extremely dreamy. Um,
0: Oh, he was on Younger. I did now that I saw that, I remember that. Younger is this show that has a broadway star who pretends to be twenty five and she's actually forty five or something.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, anyways, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about the ways that this differs from our typical Hallmark plots, but it actually conforms really closely to another formula. And that is the more traditional like Hollywood rom-com formula. Um Definitely. so let's go through the plot very quickly. So Leah Michelle's character is named Olivia. Charles Michael Davis's character is named Jeff, and their families both have um the tradition of spending Christmas in Hawaii. Which and is so, kind of different.
0: I thought it was a nice little
1: twist. Sure, it is. It's just like the most rich people thing, and like whatever. I know. <laughs>
0: Who can really go do but, <laughs> but um, Christmas
1: every year ago. so they both have this tradition of spending Christmas in Hawaii. In the same
0: place, in, in the same, same place, resort. at the same resort. Yeah.
1: And so they meet at this resort when they're children, and they grow up like spending every Christmas together with their families. And they are each other's first kiss, and their first kiss happens when they are teenagers. So his character, Jeff they're playing truth or dare and he dares her to jump off this you know big rock cliff thing whatever into the water and she does it and then she dares him to do it with her and then after they jump into the water together she dares him to kiss her and that is their first kiss and this will be referred to throughout the movie one year jeff's family stops coming to the resort And Olivia's family finds out that the reason is because Jeff's mother has passed away and he and his father decided it was too painful to keep doing the same Christmas tradition without her. Meanwhile, Olivia's family keeps going to the resort. Um, We're into adulthood now. Like, fast forward.
0: Oh, you missed one very important thing that's very different to Hallmark.
1: Oh, what's that? Is
0: is that Jeff is African-American.
1: Oh, that's true. And his entire family. That's true, this is this is something we have yet to see. I think we noticed that there were some, there were maybe some couples in some Hallmark movies where there were more, was more than one couple where there was an interracial relationship, but this is definitely not standard in Hallmark movies. These are the main Hallmark characters,
0: is... totally interracial situation.
1: Right, so fast forward to Olivia is now an adult. She is now an architect who works in Cincinnati. Mostly
0: metropolis.
1: Yep. And she still comes to Hawaii every year to spend the holiday with her family. Her parents, by the way, are played by the big fat Greek wedding lady and some other guy.
0: Oh, the guy that was the husband in Father of the Bride.
1: Oh, was he? Okay, cool. He
0: was who she was marrying in Father of the Bride
1: okay cool so yeah so they're the parents and they're all over each other through the whole movie which is like a sort of like running gag that like they're always like making out a little
0: bit awkward but yeah i
1: mean i think it's supposed to be i think that's the joke but whatever so it's them and then she's also got a brother and her brother is uh has a husband and and they have a child and And so she has a little nephew and so her family still continues to do every christmas in hawaii together and then one year who do they see but jeff now, she first sees Jeff when she is doing yoga with um, her brother and brother-in-law. And by the way, she didn't want to do yoga, and they were like, oh, we have to do yoga. And she was like, I'd rather do wine. And then they're like, oh, but let's do yoga, and then do wine. And she was like, oh, fine. So she's on the beach doing yoga, and this extremely attractive, well-built man comes out of the water, yeah. and she like falls out of her yoga pose. And of course, she's it's Jeff.
0: She thinks it's him, but she's not 100% sure it.
1: Right. Right. And, um, it turns out it is him and they've started coming back and he now lives in San Diego. His family is originally from Boston. Her family was originally from California, but he lives in San Diego now and he makes sailboats for a living. And he is recently separated from his wife and the mother of his child, the mother of his six year old daughter, Madeline, who are spending Christmas in Vermont. So anyways, Olivia and Jeff start to rekindle their romance. And they have kind of a steamy moment that would definitely not have been allowed in a Hallmark movie, where they go to this sort of like secluded waterfall area and like they kiss in the water and like everybody's in a swimsuit. And like, it's definitely steamier than like would be allowed in Hallmark. Um, and then they're clearly both very excited about their new relationship. But then Jeff gets a call from his, you know, wife from whom he has separated saying, um, you know, it's not Christmas without the whole family together. We really want you to come back. I want to give this another try and he goes because he believes that he owes it to to his daughter to um, try to make it work with his wife and that's
0: that's it a whole year goes by
1: and a year goes by and so that's like the thing throughout this movie is we keep, like something happens a year goes by Same something time happens a year Christmas, goes by right, exactly that's the concept four
0: years have gone by
1: so a year goes by and in the meantime olivia has started a relationship with someone else who who my husband tells me is semi-famous i didn't recognize the guy he
0: he is semi-famous
1: who was it? His, name
0: is Gre- his real name is Brian Greenberg. Okay, his and his name was, was Greg.
1: Greg, that's right. He was
0: partner in some kind of, like, development firm, so he was working sort of alongside her at right. an architecture place, I would say.
1: Right, and he's, you know, an asshole, but whatever. But not, like, an asshole to her, but an asshole in that, like, he's, you know, a rich guy who only cares about rich guy things, but, like, this movie's full of rich people well, he's problems. Which
0: pretty... He's the guy
1: in the suit in the Hallmark he's movie. He's the guy in the
0: suit in the Hallmark movie, and, yeah. And the nice guy in this just, like,
1: doesn't have his shirt on a lot. <laughs> right, there's no all because he just, like, he, removes the flannel Hawaii, and he's shirtless so all the time. He's so shirtless all the time.
0: So, yeah. So, um,
1: so she's with this guy, but he's not coming with her to Hawaii this year because he's got this deal to close. So she goes to Hawaii, and guess who's there again? Jeff is there, and this time she's with back. his daughter, Madeline. And this time his wife is not there because they have divorced and it is definitely over this time and he is definitely now single and ready to mingle. And and
0: Madeline even says, they're gonna go like build a sandcastle or something. She's like, oh yeah, you and your mom and dad can do this. And she's like, oh, my mom's not here. They got divorced.
1: (coughs) Yeah, yeah. And so we we (laughs) hear it from the mouths of babes that, you know, Jeff is now single and ready to mingle for sure. And Madeline makes it very clear that she very much likes Olivia and like would maybe like her to be her mom and you know they hit it off right away of course and the other thing is Olivia's parents are like extremely aware of her attraction to Jeff and they keep like making comments like oh you know like Jeff's single again she's like well yeah but now I have a boyfriend she's like well I don't know he's your soulmate like so on and so forth and so like they're they're kind of like will they won't they-ing um, and then they're in the process of making Christmas cards or Christmas decorations, something with glitter involved. They're covered in glitter and playing with the little girl. And then who shows up? Greg. Greg, Greg surprises shows up. Though. Greg shows up, he closed his deal, and he's ready to participate in the family Christmas. He fits in, not at all, to the family. While everyone else is chilling on the beach, he's like, oh, we got to be doing things done. Like, haven't been checking your email. And she's like, no, I didn't bring my phone, because why would I do that? And he's like, oh, you have to be checking your email, we have to work on this deal. At some point, he says, you and I are going to be the king and queen of real estate of the Ohio River Valley, which, Never. gag, I'm sorry. That's Never terrible. date someone who says that. Never hang out with someone who says that, actually. Oh, no, sorry exactly. So anyways, and he participates in the reindeer games, which apparently is this christmas game tradition that involves like i don't know a tricycle race and a gingerbread and house making all this stuff. anyways of course He's on like christmas eve meanly pushing the
0: children out of the way so yeah he can win and yeah like, i mean they just obviously are portraying him as the bad guy from of so
1: right like, which sure. also does not happen in hallmark movies because um there's never like uh, the ex that she's not supposed to be with in a hallmark movie is always someone that she will leave extremely amicably and like there will be no hard feelings. It is clear that is not going to be what happens here.
0: Yeah, no, it's not going to go down very well.
1: And then Greg ends up proposing on the island. Oh, um,
0: and that was cheesy too
1: yeah he does it like i don't know someone comes out and starts playing music and they're like he's playing in the, the middle, ukulele playing the ukulele and, he's and like in
0: a heart-shaped flower thing yeah
1: and he proposes but and she says she yes says
0: yes but you, you i did not expect that to happen
1: there was definitely a moment where i was like she's not actually gonna say yes no. but she does. she says yes
0: because i mean like i don't know it's romantic i guess and she's hoping for that kind of dream and it's
1: like christmas eve anyway. so anyway, so jeff hears about this and he makes one last chance and he goes up to olivia you know a little bit later and he's like look i i know that you're supposed to marry this guy but like basically please don't he says you're my soulmate you're the love of my life i've loved you since we were children and like the timing keeps being off and she's like look you broke my heart twice like once when we were kids when like you know you left and then you never returned my calls and then once like last year and like i'm sorry you passed you missed your chance i'm marrying the asshole now
0: and he he is kind of like oh, but there's reasons for that, and I don't know, right. he tries to sort of like stay. In
1: all fairness, it. like there were extenuating circumstances both the times that Jeff broke her heart, but whatever. The timing is always wrong, right? Fast so forward a year, and another year goes by. Another year goes by, and this year Olivia and Greg are about to get married on the island, and um, you know, we have scenes of like her, like her trying on her mother's wedding veil, and you know, they're planning the wedding, and they're going to the rehearsal dinner, and all this sort of thing.
0: Which was all surprising to me, I have to just add. Like, I thought, we're not going to get to the actual wedding.
1: But we did. Well, not exactly. Well, yeah, we'll get there. He doesn't go... So he, meaning Jeff, doesn't go to the rehearsal dinner, even though he's invited. And he's not going to go to the wedding. He's actually going to leave Hawaii because he's not ready. He, he can't, like, watch her walk down the aisle to another man, to another is what he man. said. man,
0: he's devastated by this part.
1: Right. Oh, and we forgot to mention something that's been happening all along, is that... Jeff's dad Alec is falling in love with the resort like manager person Marielle, and so that's happening on the side here too. Yes. Anyways, we get to the rehearsal dinner, and Olivia's dad gives a speech about soulmates and tells her, you know, once you find your soulmate, never let go. Meaning, of course, Greg. Except we all know Greg is not Olivia's soulmate. And so it's afterwards, very
0: like meaningful right. at the moment.
1: So afterwards, Olivia dumps Greg on the beach. She's like staring out longingly into the sunset. And then Greg comes up and she's like, look, it's not going to happen. And she gives him the ring back. And she's like, you know, I hope you're still the king of real estate in the Ohio Valley. And he says, but I guess I'll need to find a new queen. Ugh. So um, exit Greg. And now she needs to go find um, Jeff, who, of course, is now making plans to leave the island because he can't watch her marry another man. She's like, no, we can't do this. If he leaves another year, we'll go by. And then like, it'll be too late. And like, I don't know why it'll be too late, no, you're, whatever. So she goes to find him and he's not there, but instead she finds Alec, his dad. And she's like, I need to find your son. I'm not getting married today because I love your son. And he's my soulmate. And I don't know how he feels, but I need to find out. He's like, oh, well, he was just going to leave. She's like, get him back. And so he gets him back anyways. So this all comes down to like, it's Christmas Eve and they're doing Christmas carols at the resort, which apparently is another part of the annual tradition. Well, she's got this whole thing planned. So she sees Alec, Jeff's dad, walk in with Madeline, Jeff's daughter. And then she knows, like, it's a go. And then, like, Jeff walks in. You know, she slips out. And then all of a sudden, everybody's running to the window because there's snow. And, like, oh, my gosh, it's snowing in Hawaii. And, like, you know. So everybody runs outside. And there she is on the roof with a snowmaking machine. Because Jeff, when they first met. A
0: couple of snowmaking machines. A
1: couple of snowmaking machines. Because when they first met, Jeff was all, like, oh, I miss the snow of, like, Boston at Christmas. Why are we doing Christmas in Hawaii? And she was, like, you're a loser. That's whatever. But she made snow for him. And so, um, he looks up and sees her on the roof with the snow machines, and he knows that she's not getting married because, you know, she was supposed to be getting married today. And he runs up there, and she tells him that she loves him and whatever, and they kiss. And now we're going to fast forward another year. Yeah. Because of course we are. And now, um, guess who's getting married on the beach? I have no idea. So anyway, so Olivia and Jeff are getting married on the that same cliff that they dared each other to jump off of when they were kids and her father is officiating and when he says you may kiss the bride he holds up mistletoe for them to kiss under and then after he pronounces them husband and wife guess what they do
0: they jump off the cliff into the ocean where they first kissed in all their wedding garb.
1: yep oh and then um but before they do that, she tosses the bouquet, and by toss the bouquet, I mean she hands it to Marielle, who it is implied is going to marry Alec.
0: Oh, yeah. That was immediately following.
1: The end. So that's the end. Yeah, so I thought that this movie. It, it was kind of nice to watch an odd Hallmark movie for once because, you know, whether you like them or you hate them, you know, you get sick of them. But I also. I'm not a rom com fan in general. I think Sarah probably enjoys the genre more than I do so for me it was just kind of replacing one set like one formula with another formula so we still very much had the rom-com formula and there are ways in which that's a more exciting formula because in hallmark we never get quite as dramatic a confession um we never get quite as dramatic of a you know somebody's about to get married and the other person is about to leave and they need to like track them down at the airport or whatever and that's actually like extremely standard rom-com shit it just never happens in hallmark because in Hallmark we we can never have somebody like left at the altar, right? There always have to be amicable splits.
0: Oh yeah, nothing never can ever be. We never get that far, in, right?
1: Like, so there's never course. quite the same level of drama in Hallmark. So you know that's a nice change, but it is again just trading one formula for another formula. What else? The acting was better than most Hallmark movies. Um, there was actual chemistry this time, though. It made me wonder if maybe there could be more chemistry in the Hallmark movies if the writers allowed it, because the writers basically like never let people touch.
0: They actually, and I do think I will try and play some of this in this episode because they had a really good sketch on Saturday Night Live last night. Oh yeah? That was the Hallmark Christmas dating game. Oh my gosh, I need to see this. I didn't see it. And what what they do at the, end, the What She Can Win, which I thought was brilliant, was a single dry kiss under a gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> With the guy! <laughs> and, and at the very end, the host is like, stay straight, everyone. Oh my god! So I, it was brilliant. And so I do think that, like, yeah, the fact that this was a little bit more traditional rom-com was a bit better, even Right. Though. Like, because, yeah, people do kiss before the end of movies, in you know, like, that's right. not the only happy thing that could happen. Right. You know, so it, it is, it was good to see it be a bit more outside of the, the spectrum, for sure. That's a good bingo. Congratulations.
1: So yeah, that said, I, I still think that it fit enough of the traditional tropes that we can, I think, safely do our Hallmark bingo moment.
0: Yeah. This did have quite a few, although they were they were different. And I, I think if I was really going to name where they went, like, super duper Hallmark. And now this wouldn't be a square on the bingo card because it was set in Hawaii, which Hallmark would never do full right. stop. But well, they, they might. They did Christmas in Rome, but... Well, that's true. They probably can't afford to go to <laughs> Hawaii! To well, that's or, true. To good point. They have, to, they have to cut, like, four movies, at least, true. on the budget. But or just film it on green screen. Exact Well, they, we know they're good at that. Uh, so, I think that this end moment... I would have cut at least one thing out of that. So, as, we, as Mary mentioned, they are getting married. Their parents, Her parents are marrying them. They kiss under the mistletoe. They jump off the thing into the water, and they give the bouquet to the woman who works at the resort so she can marry the dad of Jeff. Like, I would have... At least two of those things could have gone. It was right. far too
1: cheesy. too many things.
0: Like, and, and you still would have got the point. Like, they could have just got married out there. And... and right. Sing. Like, and they kissed. Like, but, like, all this cheesy shit. Let's remind everyone it's Christmas because we didn't know that. Let's... Let's imply that his dad's gonna live happily ever after because we didn't think that anyway. Let's have them jump off the cliff, which they haven't done since they were kids. And she was wearing a really nice white dress. Like that's not going to look that's good. That's a thing afterwards. now. That's
1: a thing though now that people do is like they trash like, the they dress. They in the
0: water. Like they, I've seen I've people do this. I've seen. Sorry,
1: I've heard of rich people doing this. I uh, have never personally been to a wedding where this has happened. But I you mean, have haven't I guess happened on the dress. Well, I mean, I guess the thinking is that like you're never going to wear that dress again, right? Yeah. And so they do like I don't know a different dress for the reception or some shit, and take pictures of like trashing the dress. I don't know. Well,
0: but like it's white. So yeah and when women jump into the water and even he's wearing white he had a white suit on. oh up. did he
1: i missed that
0: yeah so like i don't know it just wasn't a good idea so i would have cut at least i would have definitely cut the throw the flowers literally after the res- the ceremony to her and i think i think they maybe they could have gone and jumped off the cliff like in another moment they yeah i need to do it right then or they didn't do it at all
1: it was kind of funny. I was watching this one with my husband, actually. And, like, the second that seed started, I was like, they're going to get married and jump off the cliff, aren't they? He's Oof. like, no, look at them. They're in, like, their wedding clothes. I'm like, no, they're going to get married and jump off uh, the cliff because that is how these movies work.
0: Yeah. No, it was like.
1: good. Um, so my Hallmark bingo moment was the fake snow because Hallmark mm-hmm. movies are full of them anyways.
0: That's right. And, and I think yeah. when they were on the roof, because all of this artificial snow they were making was down the roof, Yeah, they had digi-snow.
1: Oh, did they? They
0: had, like, actual digital snow that, like, Hallmark does as well. So
1: many boxes checked.
0: Okay, so... Now we're gonna talk about hashtag relatable. This is potentially slightly easier than normal because it's not so Hallmark cheese. It's just a big robcom cheese, as Mary talked about. And the thing that I thought was quite relatable was her getting super distracted by this like incredibly fit hot african-american man coming out of the water and now obviously she was slightly distracted because she thought it was him right but he obviously looked incredible especially compared to like when he was like a lanky teenager which i think was the last time she saw him right yeah so but i did find it interesting that she could immediately know that was him though
1: Sure, but I mean, that's kind of always the case when you have multiple actors playing someone at various points in their lives. We kind of have to suspend our disbelief and, like, imagine that actually is the same person, you Yeah, know?
0: but I definitely would have, like, lost my balance at yoga if that guy was in front of me, for sure.
1: Actually, this isn't the relatable moment I was going to say, but it is relatable to me that she didn't want to do yoga and just wanted to drink wine instead. Guys, I have a confession. I hate yoga.
0: I am I'm not against yoga by any means. In fact, I, but I think... I go to aerial yoga and I like it because it allows me to be more flexible than I actually would be if I was sitting on the floor. Okay, that's fair. No, I just, and I can hang upside down, which is my favorite part of it.
1: And people are like, oh, have you ever tried it?" Yes, of course I've tried yoga. I'm like, you know, a middle class 30-something white woman. Every middle class 30-something white woman in America has tried yoga. I'm the only one of them who hates it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, know, I actually don't like the regular class, I have to admit, because I think most places are pretty pretentious. And they're like, oh, everyone look at Sarah. She's totally doing it wrong. I don't want to go to a fitness class where someone critiques my ability.
1: But, anyways, um, so What's her not wearing to your hashtag relatable Well, you? the fact that she lives in Ohio, because, like... Well, that's true.
0: That is very true. I <laughs> mean, that,
1: that's kind of an obvious, that's a low-hanging fruit for this one. But but
0: do, but do you think people would pick to move to Ohio after they lived, like, weren't they, like, from L.A.?
1: No, that's true. That's not relatable, only because, like, I can't really see... I, you don't... You don't mean a lot of, like, transplants in Ohio. Yeah,
0: you're not like, oh, I left California to move to the Midwest.
1: And not because I don't think the Midwest is a lovely place. I think the Midwest is a lovely place. I just don't think, like, people move in that direction for jobs. I think people, like... Move to the larger cities, at least that's the trend for our generation for jobs, as opposed to like moving from the coast to the Midwest or something. But
0: yeah, and um, we both grew up in the Midwest, so we are fans of the Midwest, obviously. But like, yeah, you kind of go to bigger cities for better opportunities. And I can't imagine that. She, I mean, and even what she's doing in Cincinnati as an architect is like not that exciting.
1: No, well, but I mean, I guess working as an architect is, but it keeps being applied. that the job she's doing aren't that exciting, and she's not getting to really do what she wants to do. But actually, that brings me to another thing I found kind of relatable. And Sarah and I talked about this before, and we had sort of differing points of view on this. Um, At the point where Jeff, like, confesses his love and tries to get Olivia not to marry Greg, she says something like, we're, you know, this isn't real. None of this is real. We're on vacation. We've only ever known each other on vacation. We wouldn't work in real life. And Sarah found that, I think, um, To be a good point.
0: Yeah, Um, I did. I actually did. I was like, "Eh, everybody, when... I think everything seems magical when you're not, like, going to work every day or, like, whatever.
1: And while I think that's true, I also appreciated and found a little bit, hashtag relatable, the fact that neither of them were defined by their jobs. So I I think so often Hallmark movies rely on these plot lines that are like, she's a high-powered career woman who then, like learns that what she really wants to do is, like, run the family Christmas tree farm or whatever. Or, um, you know, or else they're defined by the fact that they are learning not to be workaholics or something like that. But this movie, like, from the beginning, neither of them were particularly... Like, their jobs are kind of... Their jobs are in the background, which, quite frankly, is, I think, where your job belongs,
0: ideally. And so, I mean, this is something I thought was quite interesting, too. So he has this daughter. At one point, obviously, the daughter is with him. But the daughter is not in a lot of the scenes where he is with her, with Olivia. Well, they also
1: had the grandfather was there though, his father, so he could take care of the daughter. But like
0: both, so in in Hallmark, they would traditionally have their job be the the center of their life or their kid be the center of their life, and neither one of these things seemed to be the center of their life. And although she was obviously keen to be an architect, the guy who had his life center around his job, Greg, was seen as the bad guy. Right. Which was quite an interesting take on what Hallmark would have done in this similar movie, Fashion.
1: Yeah, so I, I did appreciate that um, nobody's job was their identity in this movie.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. I think I think people do do things outside of their job. I don't think we really learned a lot about what they did outside of their job, except that they liked coming on to this place on vacation. Right,
1: and they were all insufferable rich people, so there's that. But.
0: So they just had the ability to go there every right. year. But yeah, no, well, that was a good, that was a good relatable thing for sure, and even in different capacities. You should be me, so our rewrite. Yeah. So this is not. We don't know if this needs as much work as the traditional Hallmark movie would need, though. I was still bored. But
1: like I said, probably a genre preference, but I was still bored. So we'll get to the cure of my boredom in a minute. First, let's talk about a rewind moment. And we did find one rewind moment, though we don't think what we changed there would change the outcome of the plot that much. But we just hated it. And that rewind moment is when Greg says to Olivia, we're going to be the king and queen of real estate in the Ohio River Valley. And she does not just shake her head and walk away. She actually like thinks this is a good idea. All right, we need to rewind to that moment. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't take you anymore. Please go home.
0: Yeah, and I I think absolutely from that point on, Greg is like, not featured.
1: Right. Now, the downside to making that change at that moment is that then we don't have the heightened tension of her getting engaged to Greg and being about to marry Greg and having to have this confession of love.
0: But we still could have, like, the fact that maybe... Je- uh, Jeff hasn't really finalized his divorce. Maybe we could sure. kind of change some of the order a bit. So um, I think they had th- a lot of obstacles for like. And right. I guess the movie would have been a hell of a lot shorter if we not have all of these obstacles because. You know.
1: Right. And so now now that we've eliminated one of those major obstacles meaning her engagement um, we do have another problem which is like this was only an 80 minute movie this is now going to be like a 50 minute movie. And so we need to do something we need about to that. Get that we back Never out fear. There. Never fear dear listeners. I That's have right. a solution.
0: Mary has a great idea and I and taking into account who the star of this movie is we felt that her singing capabilities were totally misrepresented in this movie. However, I do think she sang the theme song.
1: I thought this movie would be the perfect opportunity to give all viewers of Christmas movies what they've really been wanting all along. Whether or not they know this is what they've really been wanting. And that is a Mariah Carey jukebox musical.
0: Because we all know the like very typical Mariah Carey song that everybody heard in Love Actually. She does have some other ones, but we think this would be a great... Maybe this is even, like, ABC's Christmas movie, Live. That oh, you yeah. Do, you know, occasionally, those, like, live musical things. And, yeah, recorded live in Hawaii.
1: So, um, a few of the songs, briefly, that we would insert into this. I think, at the beginning, there can be one of the more traditional Christmas carols. By the way, as a Mariah Carey song, I'm counting anything that Mariah Carey has recorded, whether or not it's originally her okay, song.
0: that's fair enough.
1: Which means that, like, Joy to the World counts. Park the Herald Angels Sing, counts. Sure. God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, counts, etc. Anyways, I think at the beginning, um, we can have the families together singing one of those more traditional carols, something like, oh, how about Christmas Time is in the Air? That could work, or...
0: I think it's, do, it, is there like one that's a bit more like, I don't know. A bit is, jazzy? There's got to be one that's like Christmas at the Beach or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean,
1: there's hard. always like Maka, but that's not a Mariah song.
0: Well, she could have done that. I think it counts. We definitely have to have Melakaliki Maka in there.
1: Yeah. All right. That. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So, Ju- Mariah Carey Jukebox Musical plus Melakaliki Maka. All right. So, yeah. that's the opening numbers Melakaliki Maka, the family but, like, singing. I together. also
0: just looked up, I have to admit, Mary, I think we got to get some John Legend Christmas in there for Jeff. Why? Just just to, like, have some. He's going to have some numbers. They're not all. Oh, no. Right. He can there sing there
1: some of the Mariah numbers. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. That's
1: fine. But, yeah. No. Though John Legend is, of course, I know, uh, sort of a hometown boy for, yes, is. for both of our families, in a sense, um, That's as right. a Springfield, Ohio native. But no, this is a Mariah Jukebox musicals.
0: Makka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send From the land where palm trees sway
1: So anyways, so I think that, you know, everybody starts, you've got an opening number of like Mele Kaliki or something like that, which, okay, not Mariah's song, whatever, I'm making an exception. And then after that, we've got him leaving and, you know, not coming back for the remainder of their adolescence, at which point she sings Miss You Most at Christmas. All right, cool. So she sings that. So then, when he comes back and they have their magical moment, kissing under the waterfall, I think they're obviously going to sing together. We belong together.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and
1: then yeah. after that, when he leaves again to go back to Vermont to his wife and child, she's going to sing uh, "Heartbreaker" because he's just broken her heart for a second time.
0: Where do they? Where do they sing "Dream Lover"? That's like my favorite one.
1: Oh man, where do they
0: sing "Dream Lover"?
1: You know who's gonna sing "Dream Lover"? Marielle's gonna sing Dream Lover.
0: Ah, that's good. That would be
1: good. Marielle's gonna sing Dream Lover about Alec. And then uh, towards the end of the song, Alec is gonna like walk in and like. That'll be the scene where they go get snacks together and it's Christmas cake or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: I also kind of want the dads to have a musical number together at some point. I thought that would be cute. Maybe they should sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town as they, like, distribute toys to the children. Oh, they do do that. They do do that. Yeah, so...
0: There's got to be a song for the moment where she's like seeing the photos of them as kids I, oh t- yeah that that was like quite a little she gets very emotional this is when, i think she still will have that moment where she realizes that he's the guy how about
1: know. don't forget about us oh from perfect. 2005
0: perfect that would be perfect
1: and then i actually kind of want him to be the one who does the all i want for christmas is you song oh
0: yeah we are gonna change it up
1: and he can sing that you know when he's trying to win her back from Greg, and then they can sing it again together. You That's reprise a, the good ones, right? Right. They can sing it again together. When, what
0: about the the gay dads? The brother of the Yeah, okay. Like, they should have a song where they're telling her, you're screwing this up, and maybe the parents join in. You know, they're all sort of implying that he's your soulmate.
1: What What kind of song do you have where you tell someone they're screwing it up? What What Mariah song could I'm that be? Like, hang on, let's
0: see. There's gotta be, like, doesn't she have, like, a soulmate anymore?
1: How about when You Believe, did she do that as a duet with somebody? Did she do that as a duet with, like, Whitney Houston? She did. She did When You Believe is a duet with Whitney Houston. And so, like, they can sing that about her, like, when she's complaining about how, like, the timing's always off and, like, you know, they can never be together because every year it's just something and, like, the timing's always off. That's when, like, you know, her brother and brother-in-law can be like, look, let's tell you a story about you know how you can make it happen if you right if you believe
0: yeah yeah that that could be a good choice
1: and then of course we're going to have the finale of all i want for christmas is you
0: yeah and
1: and if they're still jumping off that cliff together it can be to those notes
0: right i don't know there's so many good ones from or she did do a a, a duet of endless love with luther vandross that surely could be it
1: oh yeah that could fit in there somewhere
0: there is quite a lot of things we could do with this. Yeah, she also does, oh, you know what other song she does on her
1: her tr- classic Christmas album is "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home," um, which I actually find that one of the more like underrated pop Christmas carols. I think it's one. tons of fun. I like that one. And so that could be another one that that she sings when um, when he's gone.
0: Yeah, I think that that would be quite good. They do have like she does have a song called "Anytime You Need a Friend," but that could be like. She has, to be fair, there's no friends of hers. There's, there's, there's no friends. Her, which is quite a thing. The mom, we haven't given the mom a son. yet. That's true. Let's she, give the mom they, that they, song. they could do a little, like, yeah. I'm more than just your mother, blah, blah, blah. Cause she, right. But I think the interesting thing about this movie with, like, the fact that she has a brother that is gay, and I love it, good work, ABC, and that he has a sister who seems to, like, turn into the mother once their mother dies. Yeah, Jeff has but the protective sister. They are never sister. in the movie as children.
1: No, that's true.
0: siblings. No, I
1: mean, to be fair, there's only really... There are really only two childhood scenes, and one is the very early one when they meet, and the second is the one where they kiss.
0: Yeah, essentially that is what happens. But, like, I I assumed from the beginning of this movie that they were both only children. Yeah, that's true. And then when they came when they were older, I was like, what? Where did that sibling come from?
1: Yeah, at first I actually wasn't quite clear on who they were. Like uh, her brother and her brother-in-law. I was like, wait, are they just like friends that they picked up and like now they vacation with they're... them? Yeah, but it was yeah. a little
0: bit tricky to follow. So I do, we do think that this um, Mariah Carey jukebox musical. I think it would be super fun if it was a live production. Yeah. And they're doing, like, all the dancing around the sound stages and whatever. And, and I would definitely think Mariah Carey would make an appearance in this.
1: And I think ABC stands a better chance of getting the rights to do this than Hallmark. So. Oh,
0: totally. <laughs> and maybe Mariah Carey is, like, the person who marries them. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so good. And they sing, like... Uh, Leah Michelle definitely sings, obviously. And they maybe, like, do a... Ma- that's the massive number at the end. Is yes, they they the massive levels. number at the end, the could, end could be Christmas Mariah
1: Carey performing the song yeah. while they're getting married.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah. then, you know, it's very Love Actually style. Yeah. Everything's brilliant. Now, I think that probably wraps up this movie, because we yeah. just are making it jazzier and a bit more fun.
1: Yeah, we really didn't change much. Just I was bored, and I would be less bored if there had been yeah. Ray Carey. Yeah, and we could
0: have <laughs> just sung, sung along to all of our favorite Ray Carey tunes.
1: Right, exactly. And, like, we are both 90s children. And That's
0: right. We definitely listened to emotions very many times. Um, I forgot about hero. There's a hero. Like that's gotta be in this one.
1: Yeah, where can we fit that in though? I didn't forget about hero. Yeah,
0: Veralos or whatever could sing that too. The mother, somehow. Yeah. Because she's talking about she's talking about how they are like soulmates and stuff. That could be a part. Of but it. that could
1: be like after one of the times when like he leaves her and she's sad, and she could be like, "No, look, like you can move on because there's a hero if you look inside yourself."
0: That's tr- oh, that's true. That's true. That would be a very good one. But anyway, she's gonna come back and be in this movie and it's gonna be great. Even though this was not a Hallmark movie, this was definitely a bit more fun than what we would normally watch. In terms of what we might do, we're getting we're down to only ten days till Christmas now, so. There's a lot um, less movies left to watch. I do have to admit, I am disappointed we didn't watch Holiday Date, because I do think that that movie is exactly what we predicted. It's, we you think already, it actually is about uh, that? Yes, that she hires a man to be her, her boyfriend for Hanukkah, actually. Okay. So I think it's... I would like to watch that one, but there's so many. The ones that are left to go... Let's see. We have double holiday which is the one about we, we actually know what this one's about because we watched the preview of it right there's also next weekend it's beginning to look a lot like christmas on christmas day itself is the one calls the heart christmas but we don't watch that or care about that so we probably won't pay any attention but also next weekend we have a family christmas gift and we have christmas on my mind I think Christmas on my mind has Willie Nelson in it.
1: Okay. I mean, so I went a different direction with that in my head. When you said Christmas on my mind, in my head, it became this like psychological thriller like a la Inception.
0: Oh, right. So it's
1: all like on my mind, right? So they're just
0: laying down and experiencing it virtually.
1: Maybe. Or like somebody has this thing where like they always think it's Christmas, but it's not.
0: Oh, right. Maybe they have amnesia.
1: Oh, they could, and this could be like, okay, this has been done as a plot point for rom coms before. It can be done as a plot point for rom coms again. Okay, so he is amnesia, or she is amnesia, or like, you know what? Let's make them both. Let's let's make them both women. So there's no he/she this time. That's right. Okay, we're,
0: we're gonna change it
1: totally. All right. So they're both women. We know this is not actually what it'll be about because Hallmark.
0: I'm not gonna do that. We do
1: Okay. So lover number one has amnesia, and lover number two is her fiance who um, wants to spend the rest of her life with her, but she forgets their Christmases together. And, like, she's trying to make her remember their, but she loves her. that she loves her. And um, she's using Christmas to do this. And so they do all of the traditional Christmas things that they did last year, hoping something will bring Christmas back to her mind. Because Christmas is on, on her, her mind. I like that. Yeah, and then eventually, of course, they will succeed, and um, it will happen when they are icing Christmas cookies, and all of a sudden, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You Will Play, and she'll be remembered of that exact same moment last year, and she will march right over to the mistletoe and kiss her fiancé, and say, I remember everything and I love you, and then they will live happily ever after.
0: Oh my gosh, whole plot, done. I love it. I mean... The other ones are pretty generic we know that there's a lot in that sort of last few days before christmas there's a bit of traveling we still haven't figured out what we're gonna do but one thing we know of course they they will will fall in love. love so we'll put out a couple episodes hopefully before the year is out we might go back and revisit a few that we missed and just say some key moments we're
1: still also hoping to do an episode where we play that game
0: Oh, yeah, which we haven't done yet, and I have it right here. We're still going to get to you, Bundle Game, so... And then we need to make a decision on what the future of this podcast holds. I did have a request from my co-host, Greg, to maybe do a New Year's Eve one. Oh. Which I think could be fun. Um, Do they make New Year's movies? They make movies all the fucking time. Do they? And, And in fact, hang on, there's one listed. Let me see when it's on. It's called A New Year's Resolution. Of course it is. And it premieres on the 28th of December. So, yeah, they continue. And then they'll have, they will have a Christmas, like a New Year's one. And then, then they do, like, a snow one in January, a Valentine's Day one in February. Like, I don't know, probably St. Patrick's Day of March, like, springtime flowers every every season.
1: I'm not sure I want to keep doing this all year. Oh, oh no. However... <laughs> No, I don't think it would be possible. But we might be able to, like. I'd be interested in reprising for a second season.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we definitely want to do that. We're looking forward to that, but maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. They do, like, a massive Christmas in July thing. Like, I, I don't know. I think, one, I like Wait, Are there new movies at Christmas in July? I don't know, but I heard that they do that.
1: Okay, so well, we might have to have a special episode. We if might that's have to do case. a
0: one off, at, like, at, 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 you know, June 25th. At any rate, we'll see what happens. We're looking forward to this Christmas season winding down <laughs> Yeah. so we can get back to normal life and we don't have to watch Hallmark movies. But hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye! Bye. You can find Hallmarked Up all over the internet at www.hallmarkedup.com, on Facebook at Hallmarked Up with Mary and Sarah, on Instagram at Hallmarked Up. And don't forget to look for our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.